Welcome back to another episode of 50 Shades of NBA podcast. Count them, 50 of them, 50 Shades of the podcast. In gr- <laughs> I'm Nathan. I'm Trey. And we're hitting you with uh, episode 35. 35. So you know what that means. Uh, we're picking players who wore number 35. And Trey, yours is Kevin Durant. significantly better on the court. Yeah, okay. KD, the boy, the goat, the snake. The snake. Mr. Yeah. Snack. Um, okay. Mr. Snack. Uh, he, he can probably buy you a lot of snacks. Snacks. With all the, the moolah he's racked in. The max contracts. The endorsement deals. The insider trade to get him on the Warriors. That was nah, a free agent signing. I don't know about that. Bro, why do, why do you switch up? Why do you switch up like that? No, nah, I'm just joking. I don't, I'm not mad at that. Um, but I'll hit you with someone who's relevant to a NBA final team played in Denver for a couple seasons. Kenneth Fareed. Ooh. Ooh. The manimal. Yep. I miss that guy. Yes, sir. I do too. I I liked his game. He was extremely undersized for uh, the times he would get in at center, but you know what? Didn't matter. He had heart over height and intensity. I like it. Let me hit you with another one. Even better than Manimal. Even All right. better than Kevin Durant. The greatest player okay. ever to wear number 35. Okay. Coming to the Philadelphia 76ers in the 2018 season in the Jaleel Okafor trade, it is Mr. Volleyball, Trevor Booker. Oh, okay. I like that one. Thank you. I like that one. I Trevor look, Booker, I'll give you your flowers. I respect it. Um, how about Christian Wood, Dallas Mavs? Or ex-Philadelphia 76 or Christian Wood, you mean? Okay, that works too. That's valid. Um, there are so many people who have just played for the Sixers. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, your your beautiful TikTok that you, you made the other day a couple weeks ago just highlighting the amount of individuals who were a part of the process for the oh. Sixers. Oh, I, there's so many people. I, I can't even count even how many. There's so many people. Like, yeah. It was like 40 players that I, were part of the process. And then on top of that, I, ridiculous. I, we still have people being like, where's this guy? Where's Alexi Chavez? Where's, where's all these players? And I'm like, yeah. you're so right, dude. I miss so many. Mm-hmm. I respect it. Mariel yeah. Shayok. So you talk about a lot of players. Okay. Henry Sims. I like I like how you just got this on lock. Clarence Weatherspoon. Oh, Christian Wood, okay. he did wear it. He wore 35 for Philly in 2016. Bam. That's what's up. I think that's the only jersey number he, he's worn. Uh, 16, 17. He wore something different in 2018. That's all I got for you. That's weird. Okay. Wore, you know what? It says 35 still. I don't know what they're on about. Yeah, they're tripping on something. Tripped on something. That's okay. It'd be like that's that. okay. I'll tell you who was tripping, Trey. Who was tripping? The Lakers. They tripped themselves mm. out of the playoffs. Mm. Sweep even. Swept. Tripped over the broom. Just gone. Out of there. Yep. Tri- tripped over the broom, provided by Mr. Joker himself. Bye, bye, bye. Four O. Uh huh. See you in Cancun. I'm excited to see Dwight Howard make his pitch for uh, LeBron to come play for whatever team he is on right now. Did you see his TikTok that he made about it already? Yeah. Did he make one yeah. for LeBron? He made one already. That's hilarious. He said, LeBron, you can come That's out not- here. We got purple and gold jerseys. You could be Le Goat, Le Trainer, Le Coach, Shoot, Le GM. Come on out here, Bron. It's just him talking on the phone. That's beautiful. It's pretty iconic. Uh, I, I honestly have really enjoyed Dwight Howard's TikToks, uh, calling out every single star and even coaches, Doc Rivers, um, to come join him in, in Thailand. Thailand. I say, wait. I don't know. I said it the first time, and it felt weird coming out of my mouth. But anyway, we're not we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the the Nuggies going on to the first finals, ever. Kind of sick, dude. It's pretty sick. It's pretty sick. I um, 
I think I was I was thinking about it today. I think there are because I yeah. assume the Heat are going to make it as well. I think there's a total of like yep. three players who have chips on the teams. Like I think it's pretty cool because yeah, Caldwell Pope's got it. Yeah, Udonis Haslam's got it, and then mm-hmm. there's another Heat, Kyle Lowry, who has it. Okay, I yeah. can't I can't she, think of anyone. Oh, Kevin Love, Kevin Love's got it. That's what's up, though. Yeah, that's but, so but sick. still super cool. Um, I did. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But super cool for the Nuggies. Really happy for them. Uh, I'm not a Jokic hater anymore. No, I, I moved past that. That's I, that's like six episodes, seven episodes ago. Yeah, that's in the past. That was before I graduated. Yeah, you're a new man. New man. The diploma gave you some more maturity, more insight, more love, compassion. More compassion, more respect. Um, yeah, I respect that. I am very happy for Jokic. Also, did you? I don't know if you saw it, but this has been all over everything I see because it's me. Um, I've seen the um, interview after the game for Jokic, and he's addressing like I know what you're talking about that people have been saying that he should have gotten the MVP, and he just is like, no, 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 no. Yep. Give, like give the flowers to Joel, um, which I love to see. Yep. It's what I want to see. It makes me happy. Jokic, come to Philly. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. I don't know about that one. Yeah, that was a little crazy. How'd that work, Trey? How, 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 how I, put, I put Jokic at point guard. I do not care. That man is a point guard. That is not a center. Yeah, no kidding. Greatest passing center of all time right there. I'm not even like I'm not even joking. I fully believe that he is the point guard yeah. of the team. And I think that it's simply his size and Jamal Murray's existence that makes him classify as center. Okay, fair enough. He's a point yeah. guard. <laughs> fair enough. No, I, the offense truly runs through Jokic in every facet of mm-hmm. and every purpose of the word. Like It's Jokic. And that's what a point guard does. Yeah, it's Jokic. I mean, it, it's always um, Jokic. Jokic after last night, also broke Wilt Chamberlain's record for most triple doubles. Man. And he did it in one postseason. Oh so, gosh. again, just historical numbers. He's so good at basketball, man. He, he's so good at basketball. And uh, I thought KCP of uh, the Denver Nuggets had a really good, uh, good point. He was comparing LeBron and Jokic mm-hmm. and just the type of players they are. And Caldwell Pope said that the only difference is Jokic can't jump. <laughs> He's like not an athlete. It was something like almost spot on with that. I love it. But just comparing them as players. And honestly, I'm not mad about it. Like they both dictate the flow of the offense. They're both masterminds uh, on the court and direct traffic for their team. Like I think it was a really good comparison, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. But, I like it. I'm not against it. No, I'm not either. Yeah, just looking at the series, dude, the Nuggets were so dominant in like every single game. Even when the Lakers went on their runs and they did in game four, had a 15-point lead, like watching the team and watching the players, their emotions, their faces, like body language, all that, the whole nine yards, you you could just tell that none of them were, were shook or bothered by it, the situations in the game. They did have... Like a little bit of a stretch where they were complaining about calls the refs were giving them um, in game four. But even then, they overcame that and yeah. like just focused on the game. So I think that goes a long way to show their maturity as a team. And like, yeah, I don't know. Darvin Ham and the Lakers, they made good adjustments. It was just every time they did, the Nuggets had a better answer for them. The Nuggets were so. just a, a better, more on fire team. Yeah simple as that and one thing i do want to point out like the lakers and lebron lebron was getting his shooters open looks consistently time in time out going down uh in transition half court offense Mm -hmm. and a huge difference i saw was like the nugget shooters they just made their shots yeah it's really what it was Mm -hmm. it's really what it was it was brutal no no it you love to see it like especially entering the finals but uh knowing you have dudes that can step up and raise to their role and give you a little something extra. Yeah. It was great to see. It is going like, to be nice to see. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. 
No, no, keep going, keep going. I was just going to say, it is going to be nice to see, like, truly two fantastic teams going to the finals, and on top of that, them being from such different paths, right? Because the Heat coming in as the play-in team, as the eighth-seeded team, doing all they're doing, right? Awesome. Mm -hmm. On the other side of that, you have the first-seeded Nuggets, who I'll be so honest with you, I counted out from the beginning. Um, I called them a second-round team. Yep. I didn't put them in my top six. Yes, you did. Um, like yes, I, you did. I had no faith in these Nuggets to win this championship or even get to the championship. And I have been uh-huh. shut up and shut down. And it's, I mean, it's, it's going to be so, honestly, refreshing to see so many new faces and so many new, like, leaders who haven't had a chip like fight mm-hmm. for that ring. We know Jimmy's been there before mm-hmm. trying to fight for that ring. We haven't seen Jokic yep, as far absolutely. yet, but he's he's clear nope. he's there. He's ready. Um mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited. And he already got to play. He got he play he won two games in LA. Like the lights aren't going to be bothering yeah. him in his in his first championship run, you know. No, absolutely. I completely agree. I think uh just watching how both the teams play as a fan of the NBA, I don't know if I could ask for anything better. Mm-hmm. They're just both incredibly well coached. Um, Eric Spolstra, top probably three coach in the league right now. Top three all time. I'm, I'm cool with saying that. That you brought it up uh, a couple of weeks ago. If Spolstra was better than Kerr, um, and damn, bro, and yeah, he's certainly moving up there. I don't know if I if I. Give him it. Yes, undeniable. He's so he's such a good coach. Undeniably true. He's incredible. He, I don't know. He has a knack for getting way more out of players than what he should. Like, so half the Heat are undrafted. How was Max genuinely Vincent destroying you? How was a guy who was cut from the worst team in the entire league at the beginning of the season, Mm -hmm. averaging twenty in the Eastern Conference Finals? I just saw he has 14 in the first half on six for six shooting. That's ridiculous. How? It really is. How are you getting this yeah. player? No, how is uh, Omar? You're at seven. Like, how I, is it every single year you guys have another undrafted rookie? Whoever's like, oh my gosh, somebody. what is happening? Remember when Kendrick Nunn uh-huh. who has had the second most points ever in his first three games. Second only to like, I believe Kevin Durant, like 151 yeah. points in his first like three or four games. Yep. What is happening? What do you do, Spo? And then you know they go elsewhere, and they're f- and then they're fringe NBA players. Yep, they are end yep. of the roster, probably twelfth, thirteenth man. Yeah, fringe rotation, if that. No, it's ridiculous. It really is. Um, it's cool though to see every time looking back to uh, Nikola Jovic, who's on the Miami Heat, and uh, seeing people's reactions. Just specifically with him last year when he was drafted to the Heat, everyone's like, oh, you know. He, Heat are going to get something out of him. One, because of his name. Yep. Very similar to two-time MVP. But uh, that's just what they do. They maximize their yeah. potential and then some. I was a big fan of Jovic coming out of that draft. Yeah. So, maybe, you know, I think it'd be cool to get a little Jovic, Jokic, uh, Jokic action. They're both finals, serving like, actually have both of them on the court. Yeah, that'd be so sick. It's going to be sick. I doubt we're gonna see it. I don't think Jovic has been. Oh no, he no, he probably won't keep time. Yeah. But you know what? You never know. It's never the know heat, what Spo has. It's the Heat. Yeah, it literally, literally is. So I don't know. I'm I'm very excited for this potential and most likely finals matchup. The Heat do have to win tonight. Um, they will. Last time I checked, yeah, they're up like six or something like that. The well, series so. is over. Get Al Horford. Get. Jason Tatum, get Jalen Brown out of there because I'm so sick of seeing their faces. God. Yeah. No, I'm with you there. I'm sick. I, you know what? Marcus Smart is a dude who he also just makes me mad looking at him. No, he, no that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I think honestly. Might be his hair. I don't know. I don't think there's a. I, it's his hair. It's so dumb. Um, <laughs> no offense to like the actual human beings that are these players because obviously yeah, as no, human like, beings. I'm sure there's sick people. As human beings, they're so much better than we could ever be, and we have so much respect for like them as existing other humans. Um, yeah. But as a fan of the sport, I hope sport. you lose. I do too. 
Like I do too. It's sixty one eighty one right now as we're recording. Miami. Yeah, Miami. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. Um, who are you rooting for in these in this in in the potential uh, championship of I, Heat Nuggets? I think I have to root for the Nuggets one because I'm from Colorado, and two, I would love to go to the parade, regardless if I'm a fan of that organization or not. Like, when am I? When would I see that again for the Nuggets? Never. It would be a very long time, maybe not in my lifetime. So. I'm rooting for the Nuggets. Uh, I think they'll win probably, you know, six, dare I say five against the Heat. Uh, that's just how dominant I think they are. And yeah, that that might be a little crazy, but most likely six. I take the Nuggets. It's Timmy Buckets, bro. I know. I know. So yeah, I'm feeling bold. Saying you better that. stop I don't doubting. Feel... It's not even doubt. Like, I know Jimmy Butler is going to go out and freaking have his way every single day, but I am encouraged how, uh, Aaron Gordon played defense on LeBron. LeBron stopper, bro. Yeah, you know, top five LeBron uh, field goal percentage past decade. And, like, you're not going to stop LeBron, but you can hope to contain him. I think Gordon did did that. I think he did incredible. In I, think, I think he was probably yeah. their second most valuable player in that series. Other, I, ooh, I, I stick with three. Really? You going three? You going to do Jamal yeah, Murray over? Not. Yeah. I think that's it's fair. It's just game three without his fourth quarter points, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably would have lost, so. Yeah. And that's no slight on Gordon, but. Yeah. It's just, it's props to, so. you're not bringing down one player. You're putting up another player. Exactly. Yeah. You get it, Trey. I hear you. you. I hear you. Listen, man. we're all love on this podcast for everyone except for Al Horford. We are all love. Yeah, there, there's some players that don't make our all-love Dylan list. Dylan Brooks. <laughs> yeah, Dylan Brooks. Y'all know. Y'all know who they are. <laughs> if you, if you're long-time long listeners, you know you know who we don't like. Yeah, exactly. It's mostly Dylan if Brooks. If you're not, go back and find out. <laughs> he, he gets a lot of flack. He really does. That's catches, okay. He catches a lot of strays. I would say <sighs> I would love if someone, if we had a bigger audience, this would be done. Um, but I would love if someone mm-hmm. could go back and listen to all of our episodes and count how many times we make fun of Dylan Brooks and see what what there's more of. Either the amount of times that we made fun of Dylan Brooks or the amount of threes that he hit in the playoffs. I would put my house on the strays that that man caught. Maybe, he, didn't, he didn't make anything. He didn't make anything, dude. Yeah, dude, he, he's made a couple. He probably made a couple, but like, like, I know I've like career wise, like name more, career. Though. Oh, career! Oh, I was thinking just this playoff. Uh like, my bad, my bad. Yeah, no, that's on me. I misunderstood. Not I might either. give the three point three pointers. Uh, I still might take strays. <laughs> I love that. We we, we talk a lot that. of crap on Dylan Brooks. We we really do. It's because of his hair. Yeah. You know, he, he's kind of. Brought it on himself. Well, his hair, his just unworthy cockiness. I mean that too, but like mostly for me, it's his hair. I don't know. I was playing two K nineteen the other day. I was telling you about this, and yeah. one of the players I could sign was a restricted free agent, twenty four year old Dylan Brooks. And I looked at his photo. Yep. How the heck did his head get flatter from then to now? Like it's flat now. Like it's a plateau. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something in the Memphis water, dude. So I wouldn't drink Memphis water. <laughs> Probably wouldn't either. <laughs> Probably wouldn't either. I wouldn't drink a lot of big city water. That's also very fair. Yeah. You're probably very smart for that, yeah. honestly. Getting ready to move to Richmond, Virginia. I'm going to be buying some, some Brita filter. As you should. Yeah. Good man. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Now the question is are you gonna get the one that hooks onto uh the dookie the faucet or are you gonna have like one in the fridge uh probably one in the fridge but i prefer to have one on the okay, faucet fair enough. yeah who knows why not both double not. filter double filter i'd feel really safe if i did that actually yeah. <laughs> all kinds of safe all kinds of safe but yeah um yeah i like that tray yes sir um really quick because it did happen as a result of the Nuggets sweep and 
the Lakers. Mm-hmm. LeBron, in a post-game presser, uh, said he had to think a lot about like his season going forward, basketball as a whole. And a reporter like cleared it up. He's like, so do you mean like you playing next year? And he's like, yeah, it's something I got to think about. Um, kind of alluding to a potential retirement, potential hanging up the, hanging the basketball up the, the shoes. shoes. There's no yeah, way, right? Yeah, do you buy it? No. I, I buy that LeBron is legitimately going to think about it, for sure. Yeah. Um, as, you know, at that age, you kind of have to think about it. Um, but sure. there, there's there's no way. I think he plays next year, mm-hmm. and I think he plays his rookie, Bronny's rookie year with him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's been very public about how that is his goal. Um, he did say, I think it was today, though, that he was like, that's my goal, but uh, may, that might not be Bronny's or something like that. Mm. Um, so, I don't know, just kind of putting more stock into this potential retirement. But it is. He is. I think it's. I think it's far more likely that maybe he does a Tom Brady and quote unquote retires or gives his body a year to rest and then comes back to play. So he's healthy with Bronny than him full on retiring. He's also slated to make like $47 million. I know LeBron is either a billionaire or knocking on the, the doorsteps of becoming a billionaire, but $47 million is, Forty-seven, $47 million. million dollars. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't think he he retires. I don't. I don't think he retires either. Um, I I honestly can't see him stepping away from basketball for a very long time. But I think a lot of that might be me not wanting him to step away from basketball for a very very long time because he's freaking LeBron. Yeah, for sure. I, I want to watch him for the rest of my life. Yeah. Even if it means a wheelchair. Pushing down the court. Yeah, I'll push him down the court out there. <laughs> LeBron, we're going for a dunk. <laughs> There's a special button in his wheelchair that just throws him. him up. It just throws him. <laughs> he's just like uh, literally. And then you have to like time up and find out where he's gonna land in the wheelchair. Oldest man to De- score. It deploys to like score. a cushion. Fifty seven year old LeBron in a wheelchair. Yeah, no kidding. I'll be. No, I won't put past them. Sometimes I think about this in in like when I'm just sitting here, right? There's gonna be a time, yeah. probably potentially in our lifetimes, where mm-hmm. LeBron passes away, and I'm just like yeah. trying to imagine because like we see that now a lot where we're getting a lot of old heads like passing away because yeah. they're old and. Like, no disrespect, but sometimes I don't know who they are. Yeah, no, that's fair. And, like, I'll read up. That's I'm a like, really oh, good point. That, that guy's a dog. But, like, if, yeah, if LeBron sick, makes probably. it to, like, bro, if LeBron makes it, like, to, we'll say he makes it to, like, 90. We'll be 70-something. Mm-hmm. Or knocking Still on kicking. the door of it. We'll hopefully still be yeah. here. God willing. Mm-hmm. But, like, how's the world going to react? Because it's... Is LeBron it's going to be, be crazy. as well? Yeah, I believe. I think uh, at least our generation will. We'll let them know. We'll teach the youngins. I hope what's so. What's up? I mean, they did it with. I mean, yeah. like, it's the same thing. Like we still know who Jordan is, and we know how good Jordan is, but we don't understand yeah. how good Jordan was. The same way that like mm-hmm. people who don't get to see LeBron play aren't going to see how good LeBron is. Fair enough. Which is crazy. Fair enough. Wow, that's a really good point. Sad point, but a good point, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. I think but, that's a big reason damn. why I try not to hate on players. Just because like, it is yeah, such yeah. a blessing you know to what? see them that's... play right now. It really is. No, I like that, Trey. That's my take. I like that. Very sincere. Very whole. Thank you. wholesome. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. And on that note, let's bad talk the Boston Celtics. Bro, the... Ah, they suck, bro. <laughs> They're going down three. Yeah, no, they, uh, They're in the middle of game four. They're gonna lose game four, hopefully. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum like are light years behind how good Caleb Martin is and Max Struess is. Um Bro, this series? It's not a terrible terrible thing to say. This series is off. just a fact. 
You can take it back. Trey, say you don't mean it. He's smiling. He's smiling. He's nah, I meant that. He's like, I, I meant that. Oh, oh. Hey, shout out Caleb Martin, though. J. Cole got him a workout with the Miami Heat. Oh, wow. Whoa. That's a, yeah. Yeah. Yo, shout out J. Cole. Yeah, second, shout out J. Cole. For second real. best rapper alive right now. Or second best rapper in the game right now. Okay. Kendrick? K. Dot's always number one for me. I respect that. I mean, K. Dot's my my number one all time. Like every rapper ever. Yeah. So. That is fair. No, I respect that. Yeah. Shout out uh, Caleb Barn and J. Cole for that. What a king. What a king. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, no. I do, bro. Back to Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown though. They've disappeared. I love it. Like they've genuinely become Goodbye. shells of themselves. I saw a quick snippet on their stats for this series. Um. A little bit ago, earlier today, uh, Tatum is putting up 23 or something like that, which granted, that's that's not awful, but coming off of a series where 23 would have been pedestrian. Would have been the lowest score. And night. after dropping, what, 50? 51. Yeah, dropping 50 in game seven. 51, yeah, shit. Darn! Oh, I was doing so well. But after dropping uh, 51 in game seven, like, you can't just disappear like that. And Jalen Brown's been so much worse. 16 points a night. <laughs> Bro, Caleb Martin's actually playing better than Jalen Brown. He genuinely is. 19.7 He genuinely game. is. And three Dang, wins. Dang, look like Caleb. Yeah, I know my Caleb Martin stats. Come on. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. I like, uh, wow. Way to go, Caleb. Um, but yeah, also shout out Max Struess, Gabe Vincent. The goats. Two other role players for uh, the Miami Heat, who really are just outperforming their contract and any well, all expectations, probably other than themselves, Eric Spolstra and their parents. I mean, yeah, so. yeah. Max Truce is going to get probably over ten million dollars a year on his next deal uh-huh. this off season. Yeah, I mean, uh, deservedly so, too. But to be fair, this is what always happens with a Heat player who un- who overperforms his contract. They get paid like mm-hmm. a Duncan Robinson. And then yes, they they're stuck with probably a top three worst contract in the league. But guess what? It doesn't matter because Duncan Robinson, when you need him to, turns in turns in Clay Thompson in the playoffs. Yeah, no, honestly, he's definitely had a resurgence um this postseason. It's crazy out here. Mm-hmm. It just genuinely made that contract somewhat tradable. No, it didn't. Don't even say that to yourself. Don't lie to yourself like that. It's moved the knee. Okay. All it right, is $20 million dollars a year for the next four years. Yeah, it's really bad. Well, it's All worth the next three and then a player option. Just... Yeah, oh my. yeah, you know what? Who's going to turn down 20 mil? No one. Not Duncan. No, it's bad. It's a bad contract. Uh-huh. Yeah, not as bad as how the Celtics have played. True. There's my burn. True. Uh, I don't know. But still, they, uh, but they're still all better than Dylan, Dylan Brooks. Touche. Count that for the tally. Add it up. Count that for the tally. But uh, I don't know. Watching this series, um, and even the players and other analysts and stuff have said it, they just look so uninspired at times. And Joe Mazzu was very public about saying um, how, look, the team just lost the ropes. Last grip of the ropes. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was game two or three. And partially, that's definitely on you because you're the coach. You kind of have to manage that. And also on the players, like, how do you just give up on that? I think that was in response to uh, the giant third quarter that the Miami Heat had, like yeah. 46 points or something. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens with game four, but I think this is, is finished. Yeah, I agree that it's finished. There's definitely been talks about Joe. There's been some level of smoke around Joe Mazzula being fired after this this year. Yeah, do you is, buy it? Uh, I buy that Boston would do it, but I don't think it's a smart I, move. Yeah, I'm kind of right there with you. Um, I think they're kind of impatient as it pertains to their championship window. Yeah, and wanting it to win with this current or as close to this current roster 
as possible. Yeah. And I don't know. Joe Missoula, he he's kind of been lackluster, uh, underwhelming, in my opinion, uh, this this specific series. But even throughout the playoffs, there's been a lot of a lot of knock against him and just his coaching ability. Yeah, he's definitely had some weird choices. Um, mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest weird choices he had was he um, he kept willingly put Marcus Smart on Joel Embiid. And yep. instead of Al Horford, and it just made no yep. sense. Because like even when you mm-hmm. don't have Al Horford on the on the court to stop Joel, you had Robert Williams, who was fine against mm-hmm. Joel, not like great, not an Al Horford, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but was fine against the reigning MVP. And I honestly don't remember a single time that putting Marcus Smart on a big man worked for the Celtics. Yeah, and it's like they're addicted no, to it. I know why you would. Mm-hmm. They do it a lot. If you you should watch if you watch more Celtics games, they do it probably mm-hmm. at least like two three plays every single game. I believe it, and it never does anything. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was gonna say at that point one, it's not an accident, but well, I don't know what you're thinking unless you're just trying to bait it and then crash really hard, get a steal or something. But I don't know. It's not like teams won't scout for that and realize that as it, soon as they have a that look, you know. It's just so dumb. Like, there were there were three plays against Boston that Philadelphia had Marcus uh-huh. Smart on uh, Joel, and Joel scored, I believe, seven points on those three plays. Jesus, he made three of his baskets during three of like his five baskets uh-huh. he made against Marcus Smart. It was awesome because he it was like three plays in a row. Yeah, back to back to back. Yeah, so I just maybe if it didn't work the third time, try it again. I seriously, I I honestly I thought we were gonna win. I thought we were gonna come back in the third quarter mm-hmm. and then we were gonna blow it out in game seven, because I didn't yeah. think they were gonna switch Marcus Smart off Joel. Yeah, and then they did, and it, oh, it was over. Fair enough. Yeah, I made you sad, but did make you as sad as Car- Carmelo Anthony retiring. We moving on to the next thing. I think it's only right. I think it's only right. I will say one more thing. Um, yeah. Kevin Love, every time he's made the playoffs, he has made um, the NBA championship. Okay. Great track record. Yep. Hasn't always won, That's but he's made every championship that he's been in the yeah, playoffs for. He's been there. Word. That being said, um, probably my favorite player of all time, Carmelo Anthony. I think he might be my favorite player of mm-hmm. all time. Uh, he retired. He's gone. Mm-hmm. He's just not here. He's anymore. gone. And I'm pretty. I'm. I'm. Nope. You know. I'll be honest with you. I'm pretty sad about it. Mm-hmm. Um. I know. The morning I woke up to it, I was. I woke up in my bed and I grabbed my phone to check it. And the very first thing I saw was um in my Slack group chat for uh, my work at uh, yeah. Philly Sports Network. It said somebody check in on at Trey Barnett. That's awesome. And I was like, what happened? Your boys know. I was like, did I not do something? Like, did I miss an assignment? Where, what's happening? Yeah. And then I I scrolled a little bit more and saw Twitter, Carmelo Anthony retiring. And it was even worse. I burst into tears immediately. Screamed, it should have been me. I love that. Yeah. But in all reality, uh, Carmelo Anthony, he's a top 10 points in the NBA all time. Uh, he's one of the coolest players, one of the most iconic players I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably yep. one of the earliest players I ever watched because I remember watching a Knicks game when I was super young. Um, Word. He's just him. Like He was just him. He definitely mm-hmm. he got scapegoated Crazy a good lot. Score. Um, I loved watching him in Portland after his scapegoating. Uh, I can't believe The Houston. resurgence. Yeah, I can't believe Houston yeah. cut him when they did. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember coming to coming to school here at the University of Dubuque with you, Nathan. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if you remember this, but there was someone our freshman year who had a Camar- our Carmelo Anthony Rockets jersey he wore everywhere. I don't remember. It was one, it was the coolest jersey I ever saw. Yeah, I dig that. Yeah, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty bummed about that. But mm-hmm. um, he said, you know, he was like, someone asked him if he had any regrets about not winning a ring, and he said, hey, I want it life. Mm-hmm. And so That's I, I'm just happy for the That's man. That's a good quote. Yeah, you got to be. That being said, go he, to Taiwan. Uh, watching the video, 
<laughs> go to Taiwan. Did uh, Dwight make a video for him? I, actually, I don't know yet. Uh, that'd be funny. Yeah. Um, darn, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, watching the video, um, he, he looked very at peace and like comfortable with making that decision and announcement. I did think it was cool how at the end he uh, he shed the light towards his his son who also kind of following in his basketball footsteps and was like, my legacy lives on through you or something like that. It was kind of cheesy, but it was cool at the same time to see that uh, he's obviously focusing on other things, his family, and just trying to do the best for his kid and, you know, whatever that means for his basketball journey. So it was cool. You hate to see, like, an iconic player, like you said, uh, like Melo, retire. But, you know, father time takes no prisoners, and it was Melo's time. It wasn't his time. He could have been the difference maker in the Sixers series. He could have been. He could have been. I, I, I believe that. I believe that. More so than a, a Dwayne Dedman. I don't want to talk about Dwayne Dedman. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. We, 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 uh, we did that off, uh, off, off, off mic. Off mic. We did that off mic, off camera. Yeah. But, no, you uh, you definitely hate to see a guy like Melo retire. Um, but do you think his jersey retire or his jersey gets hung up in the rafters for any of the teams? And which so, and if so, which ones? Um, okay, so the team that I think will retire it above yes. any other team is the New York Knicks. Um, yes, it's it's honestly still where I think of Carmelo from. I never think about him as a nugget because I wasn't, you know, that's not my my era. That was kind of before I got into basketball. So I think of yeah. him as a Nick. I just, even when I, I remember getting into basketball and learning that he hadn't been a Nick his entire career and it blew my mind. Mm-hmm. You're like, what? Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. But I mean, I yeah. back when I was young and didn't understand, you know, basketball. Mm-hmm. But yes. Fair enough. So I remember that. I still think of him as a Nick. I feel like most fans think of him as a Nick. That's fair. And I think most New York Knicks fans love Carmelo Anthony. And so I think if they honor him mm-hmm. by doing that, it would be really great. I just, I don't know how much Knicks ownership loves him, specifically James Dolan. I don't know mm-hmm. anything about their relationship. Um, yeah. But I would, I would like them to retire Carmelo Anthony's jersey. Mm-hmm. No, I'm right there with you. I think the Knicks are probably the most likely of all the teams outside the Los Angeles Lakers, of course. Um, that's a joke. But no, Knicks are definitely the most likely. And I told you, I was like, the only way I think Melo gets his jersey retired in Denver is after Jokic. Uh, his career wraps up and he would just join him alongside. But Jokic 15 definitely goes up, in my opinion, before Carmelo, especially especially after uh, this finals run, the two MVPs, um, you just can't argue that. But uh, yeah, regardless, sad to see Melo go. But uh, he's on to greener pastures, and I'll be rooting for him and his child from afar. And maybe his kid makes it one day. I would like to be rooting um, from very close. Okay, that's fair too. Carmelo, invite that's me over too. for dinner. Um, by the way, Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers is a fi- is a, one of the five finalists for the uh, Phoenix Suns coaching job. I saw that pop up. Um, if I'm the Suns, I would say don't. <laughs> As a Sixers fan, I would fan, say don't. Um, I I am definitely a a bigger Doc supporter than any other Sixers fan I know, and I would also say that don't. Right now, okay, wow. Because Doc Rivers is not a good head coach, but I just, I, yeah, he's I a think very you know good, what you're gonna get out of Doc. He's a very good players coach. Um, I believe yep. it was might have been Matt Barnes talking about it. I don't remember who they were talking about how when he played for Doc, Doc really struggles with the X's and O's of basketball, which of of coaching, okay, and adjustments and those kind of things. Which, if I'm hearing that and listening to that, I'm going, oh, wow, you shouldn't be coaching the NBA. Mm -hmm. How do you struggle with adjustments and X's and O's as a a coach, you know? 
just kind of blows my mind. Yeah. But at the same time, That's it is fair. what it is. Um, mm-hmm. I think Doc Rivers is a good locker room manager. I think he brings a lot mm-hmm. of heart to coaching. Uh, I think he thinks he's better than he is, though. So I think that makes I, him get yeah, kind of cocky that. about his game plans. And why would I adjust? I made mm-hmm. this perfect game plan. Mm-hmm. No, it's, that's fair. It's more like, why that's would fair. I adjust? I made this perfect game plan. I don't really have a Doc Rivers voice, yeah, but you, you know how he is. You got to go smoke a couple packs before. Mm-hmm. That man has no voice. It's interesting. It's a, it's a, it's a iconic voice, really. It is. No, it is. I uh, I can picture it right now in my ears actually. I can picture it and in my ears. Face. That's what you said. I can picture it in my ears. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good. I'm I'm, I'm special, Trey. I'm special. <laughs> yes, like that. sir. Um, but overall, <laughs> I would say no. Yeah. If I'm the Suns. Yeah. Um, they also named Nick Nurse. Uh, which mm-hmm. would be a very good hire. I think hire. Nick Nurse is also more of a players' coach rather than the X's and O's. I disagree. Um, or at least has amazing relationships with his players. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I would like Nick Nurse definitely more than Doc. I yeah. agree. I agree. I'm, I'm really hoping, so the 76ers had Nick Nurse in for an interview um, mm-hmm. like a week ago and they apparently liked him from what I heard, but uh, I would like Nick Nurse to be the next head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. He'd be the best coach that we've had probably since the 80s. Whoever won that championship. Over Monty, though? Um, yes, actually. Hmm. I'm I like curious Nick, to know I like, why. I like Nick Nurse a lot. I think the Sixers, like I said, I think the Sixers struck with a struggle with an X's and O's guy and an adjustments mm-hmm. guy. And Nick Nurse is one of those guys who is very strategic, but also very good at adjustments. And he's also one of those guys who pulls something out of nothing on a lot of players or pulls more out of a player than what they typically do. Um, that's been kind of the Raptors MO just like on a lesser level, but I mean their championship team with Nick nurse, none of their players had been anything higher than the 15th pick in the draft. Fair enough. Um, Pascal Siakam was a big, big project for Nick nurse. Uh, OG on growth mm-hmm. was a big thing. Really for Nick well nurse. Fred Van fleet undrafted Nick nurse. Cause if, I mean, Nick nurse was there under Dwayne Casey. The, mm-hmm. Almost the entire time, I believe. So I really do believe in Nick Nurse a lot. Um, Monty Williams, I love Monty Williams. He was a former Sixers assistant head coach, uh, assistant coach under, I believe, Brett Brown. Um, Might have been. No, I think he was under Brett Brown. Um, I believe in Monty Williams a lot. I like the guy. Um, I think he's a great coach. I think at this point, I would do Nick Nurse for the Sixers organization more than Monty Williams. Okay. But I think it's a close think it's a close race and I either one I'd be really happy with yeah I don't think you can really go wrong with either but we'll see yeah there's still a lot of great coaching candidates out right now there's two to say the least those two yeah I, I like uh maybe not definitely not for a championship caliber um team but I still I like the idea of uh Steve Nash and Kenny that's true Kenny or so Kenny Kenny Atkinson's pretty great. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, I, I like him a lot. I think he was responsible for a lot of what set the Nets up to be even in a position to land, you know, KD, Kyrie, Harden to assemble was. that team. And he just kind of got the short end of the stick. He did. Because Kyrie didn't want him. Yeah. So. That's, that's a great point. I, I forgot about Kenny Atkinson. Um, I have not seen a lot of buzz about mm-hmm. him getting head coach. I haven't either. I mean, the main reason. Interviews is I think last year when the Hornets like agreed to hire him as their head coach, I can't remember if he mm-hmm. backed out or if the Hornets backed out, but something happened there. And I'm wondering yeah. if it's making teams a little bit more weary of trying to get him. He also has, That's fair. he has the tag of like a good coach, rebuilding coach, not a good championship mm-hmm. coach, like you said. Um, so I think mm-hmm. we're waiting for more That's of those fair. bad teams to open up with head coaching vacancies really in the next few years to see Kenny Atkinson really get his shot again. Word. Yeah. Okay. Three, three headed race. And they're all pretty defined. Yeah. Yeah. Word. I like that. I like it. Uh, do you want to get to the last thing on our list? Yes, sir. So Austin rivers, son of doc rivers says that, yep. um, Austin Reeves, you wrote Austin rivers again, Nathan, Austin Reeves is nowhere God, near, dude. Oh my God. nowhere near Jordan pools level. 
in response to everyone saying, you know, uh, Austin Reeves is better than Jordan Poole. What What are your thoughts mm-hmm. on that? Um, I think if you just look at a pure skill, um, that's it. And I would agree. I think Jordan Poole offers a lot more offensive skill, a lot more offensive talent. Um, if you're only looking at it offensively type of deal, um, I think I would be more comfortable with, you know, siding with Austin Rivers because I think he fits better with the team. Um, he would fit better on more teams. Like if the Warriors had an Austin Reeves over a Jordan Poole this year, maybe they have a little bit different success in the postseason mm-hmm. just because he doesn't demand the shots that Jordan Poole, as you saw, obviously did throughout the postseason. He seems to be a little more, um, I don't know, like less about me, more about team. Again, um, maybe that's because of how he had to get to the league and his position right now mm-hmm. um, as opposed to, to Poole. But he also brings a little more defensively than a Jordan Poole. So that's my position on it. I agree that he brings more defensively than Jordan Poole. And I agree that he fits better on more teams than Jordan Poole. Okay. I think what Austin Rivers was trying to say in the video on the podcast when he was talking about it, I'm going to, I'm going to equate it. I'm going to equate, I'm going to equate it to this. Uh, mm-hmm. If you had to build a team around one player who had to be the star, Jordan mm. Poole or Austin Reeves, nine out of ten people would say um, Jordan Poole over Austin Reeves. It's a good way to to dice it down. Yeah, because I think he was trying to Are say... Are you one of those nine of ten? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think Austin Reeves okay. is a, is yeah. one of the best role players. Um Honestly, when I when I think of Austin Reeves, I think of a younger version of how um, Andrew Wiggins played last year. Okay, that's fair. So that that's that's my yeah. take on it. Um, I'm not building yeah. around Austin Reeves in the same way I'm going to build around Jordan Poole. Obviously, um, if I bring mm-hmm. in Austin Reeves to be my my main, if I'm doing a fantasy draft and I bring in Austin Reeves, I still have to find stars, plural. Yeah, that complement. That don't they don't need to compliment his game. He's going to compliment theirs. Jordan Poole, mm-hmm. on the other side, is going to compliment, or is it, he needs compliments on his team? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. I think Jordan Poole like needs that. to find a way, find his way out of Golden State, and I feel like wherever he lands, if they trust him enough to be the number two, he will have a, mm-hmm. a incredible year. Yeah, no, that's fair. I like that. Um, also, with that, Bob Myers uh, still hasn't reached a agreement for, with the Warriors, and it's kind of looking like what I've seen that both sides are going to part ways. Yeah. Um, so obviously they'll have a huge play into if Jordan pulls on this roster next year with a new GM. Um, so we'll see in what direction the GM decides to take it. Yeah. But I, a lot I, up in the air right now. More more than I think people kind of expected for this Warriors team. Yes. I mean, when you're coming into this Warriors team too, as the GM, you have so many, so many bloated contracts. Like Clay Thompson's mm-hmm. on $40 million a year, 43, I think he's not old yeah. Clay and they, they want to pay him because he's Clay. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you don't want to do one of your franchise cornerstones yeah. dirty. Yeah. When you're already, sure. you're already going to do it against Draymond. Like, mm-hmm. What are you going to do? The reality of it. And so I think he's going to look to trade Jordan Poole, whoever comes in, or she. He's going to look to trade Jordan Poole, whoever comes in. Mm -hmm. And I don't... I think Jordan Poole is a great player to buy low on right now. Yeah, that's Uh, fair. I don't know what his trade value is. Uh, Yeah. I think he's going to be more than an expiring contract in a second-round pick, a future first. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I would love for like a team like, I don't know, like Charlotte, to, to look into a Jordan mm-hmm. pool. Maybe not as much now. They're going to probably walk away from the draft with a Scoot Henderson. And that's going to have a, mm-hmm. they're going to have a three guard lineup of shot chuckers. They're not going to like it that much. But if they, if they end up going, if Charlotte goes, we want to take Brandon Miller at pick two, right? Yeah. Out of Alabama. And then Jordan pool for a Terry Rozier swap seems a little bit 
a little bit more feasible to have Lamelo at your mm-hmm. one Absolutely. and Pool at your two and Miller at your three. Um, I want I want him to go somewhere where Pool gets to be Pool. You know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really what. It yeah, is. I mean, he doesn't really have that room to to do that mm-hmm. on the Golden State Warriors with Steph and Clay ahead of him, and so. Wiggins ahead of him, and Wiggins. Yes, yeah. And the problems with Draymond. And the problems with Draymond. Although Draymond, he might walk. Might walk. He might walk. La La Land potentially has a player option this year. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's interesting. It'd be inter- yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be an it'll interesting be really offseason. Off yeah, it'll be a really good one. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, As am I. I'm hoping. I'm hoping James Harden doesn't go to the Rockets. But I'm also hoping Philadelphia does not give him a $200 million contract like all the reports have been saying. Yeah, I, I, for you, as my friend, I would also hope that they don't do that. They don't give him that contract because this postseason he didn't deserve it. He kind of played himself out of that contract, honestly. Yeah, he did. If he was so, just giving us 20 and 10 we'll a night, see. I would have given it to him. Mm-hmm. Like, that's about it. Um, it's I, all you needed, though. Yeah, it's super, super interesting. Mm-hmm. Word. Um, I think that, that does it for me, though. Trey, if you have anything else you'd like to include or say. Uh, I think I think that's it for me. Um, sorry, I just saw right. a, a tweet come through from Josh Eberle. No, you're cool. Um, just says, uh, 24-year-old former number one picks. Some people don't want to give a second chance, but Doc Rivers hits the reset like it's a video game. Mm-hmm. Talking about DeAndre. Yeah, that's hilarious. So, little things uh, like that. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll be uh, we'll have a lot of good content for y'all listeners though for the off season. I'll, I'll definitely we'll it. have a free agent conversation next year or next week. Oh my yeah, gosh. absolutely. Next week? Oh yeah, because I mean, there's nine days in between finals. Yep. Or start a game game one, so got plenty of time to do it. Got plenty of time to do it. I'll start making a list. All right, perfect. All I right, look forward to it, Trey. Until as, then. As will I. Until then, Nathan. It's been real. It's been fun. And it's been real fun. Yes, that's what I'm talking Let's about. Let's go. Deuces. That being said, deuces.